Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 14th of March. It is 5.30 in the morning, and the recordings of this show have not been recording the past two days. Um, I did put a call in to Blog Talk. I am taping it on one phone and using the house phone, and maybe I can upload that if this doesn't tape. But um, so far, we've got nothing for this week. I think after Monday, Monday show did record. So I'm really sorry about that. Nothing has been done different. So I have a feeling that Blog Talk needs to work out a bug. But today is Dream Theme Thursday. It's also Shirley's birthday. And we have a lot of birthdays this month. That is just crazy. I think it goes on to where I know like for three or four consecutive days, like everybody has a birthday. So it's so cool. A lot of people were really, really busy nine months ago. So there you have it. But I will say we've got a couple of dreams. I'm going to get started. And here we go. Hi, Nadia. If it got posted, I did that a couple of times, but it isn't showing up. I had a dream for Dream Theme Thursday. I had a lot to do, like decluttering, although I don't remember the details, and I had a lot of emotional things to deal with as well. Therefore, I only remembered last minute that I also had to pack for a new place we were moving to. I was in the flat when my husband came back, who had asked me to do this, and I don't know how to deal with everything else anymore. My husband had asked me to fly a kite. He was not there, but there were lots of other people, strangers, whom I consider friends. I thought I I could be their friend if I flew my kite with them. There was an Asian guy who was flying his kite with his dad on a field. I tried to fly what I considered a kite, but it was just the lead, and it stayed in the air several times, but it wouldn't be continuous because I didn't have a kite on it. I thought, how hard is it to keep this thing in the air in this wind? The Asian man said, my best friend, and I thought he meant me, but I noticed he meant his kite and was talking to his dad. Side note, it felt like trying to be positive in life. I kept the lead in the air for a while, but it wouldn't stay up there. Also, me and my dad used to fly a lot of kites when I was younger. So, I also dreamed I was coming out of a long-term relationship that I was getting to know several new guys. I thought after that serious relationship, I will try something new, but it turned out they were all called Alex. I think even the ex was called Alex as well. That's interesting. Both dreams are interesting, but there's such a connection here of you feeling invisible. It's like you're doing everything to move and all this stuff keeps coming out of nowhere and your husband comes in and tells you to go fly a kite when people usually say go fly a thing like go do something else or go do you know go fly a kite like what you're saying or what you're doing is is out there and here you went to go fly a kite and as well the people that were there you thought were talking to you You thought you were with strangers whom you considered friends. Why would you consider a stranger a friend? And yet you're doing that in your dream. 
And then you thought that the strangers were talking to you, but they were not. So there's this sense of being invisible. And then this part of you also had a dream coming out of a long-term relationship and getting to know several new guys, yet they were all the same name. So it almost was like they were interchangeable. It didn't matter who they were or who they are. It's, it's an interesting perspective because when you read these dreams, you're thinking, well, where's this going and, and where's that going? And the fact that it wasn't going anywhere except to greater isolation. I was doing all this work. My husband comes in and tells me to fly a kite, and I listen. And I go fly a kite instead of saying, hey, we're moving, or hey, I got a lot to do. You actually went and flew the kite. And then you were just looking for, for friends. And dreams will do that. It will take you from one situation to another. But why would someone you don't know call you their best friend? And yet you really thought it was meant for you because you, it looks like, are looking for positive attention by doing what people want from you. And that's chasing a ball down a hill. You're never going to catch that ball because how many people do you need to validate your existence? And the answer to that is one, you. You're the one who can validate your existence. No one is going to do that for you. No matter how many people you're with and you're out of a long-term relationship and now you've got several choices and they're all the same name. It's just like a revolving, you know, those um, treadmills. You're on a treadmill. You're just going, 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 but you're not actually going anywhere. You're walking in the same place. So pay attention to, in your life, not feeling counted for, not feeling noticed, even though you may be noticed, even though you may be getting attention, even though you may say and do things to get attention. In the back of your mind, if you're doing those things or not, you're going on the assumption that you don't matter. Sometimes when we feel like we don't matter doing things, that are kind of like not things we really want to do, but we do them to get attention because we need that attention. And we have to really think about the things we do, like why am I doing this? This is a great self-accounting question, a great intention check type of question, like why am I doing this? Why do I want to do this? Why is this important to me? What do I want back from it? Because let's say in real life, your husband walked in the room, saw you doing something, completely discounted it because he felt it didn't matter to him or to you. So he's like, oh, let's just go out while you're cooking dinner or something like that. That's how obvious you feel not seen. Like, but I'm cooking dinner. Oh, it's okay. I just want to go out anyway. Well, if you're cooking dinner, the whole point is to eat at home. So pay attention in your everyday life to yourself. Don't do things that get you attention because they may be a little bit off. To get attention, get attention for being yourself. 
whatever that is. It's not like, well, I'm going to be myself now, and you make an announcement, and then you become yourself. Becoming yourself or being yourself is just taking a deep breath and allowing yourself to be just simple and patient. And let's say your husband walks in and you are cooking dinner, and he does say, let's go out. If he says that and you say, well, I'm cooking dinner. I was hoping we could eat home tonight. Then you have a discussion. You're stating the obvious. Just like you would in your dream if you're packing for a new place. But dreams are so obscure, they need to give, get you a message pretty quickly. They want to get you a message pretty quickly. So it's it showed you two examples of... You know, anyone in your life is interchangeable. All your relationships are going to be the same. They're all named the same name. You don't even have to learn a new name. Kind of interesting, an interesting perspective. Because whether it was a long-term relationship or a short-term relationship, it's still a relationship. Sometimes people keep wanting new, but those people are never satisfied. So you really have to take a look at why you're doing what you're doing, why you listen to the people you listen to. And a best friend doesn't just show up in a park. That is earned. And that includes your part of a friendship. And being a best friend is just somebody who's there, who pays attention, who listens, who cares, who gets what you're doing. And you get what they're doing and you share that in common. And if you can share that enough, you build a friendship. And if you share it for a long period of time, you become a best friend. But just saying you're a best friend or just having a bunch of different guys and they all are the same or listening because you don't, you weren't seen and listening to something someone just throws at you. It, this is all signs of anchoring, anchoring your soul to a place that you belong because you don't belong in any of these places. They're all just fluttering moments. So pay attention. Pay attention to your self-worth. Pay attention to why you're doing things, why you listen to what other people ask of you and how you can include yourself in it so things like who you're with does matter, what you do does matter, at least to you. So I hope that helps because that's an interesting dream um, because you said I didn't know how to deal with everything else anymore. It's like someone comes in and interrupts you and you're gone. You're just doing that and then you don't actually finish things and that makes you feel scattered. You now you go out to fly a kite and you, you know, want to interact with people. You want to be loved. You want to feel close. But strangers that you consider friends in a dream is different than in real life, and I get that. But I just wanted you to see that all, all these things are seeds, seeds of wanting to belong, wanting to be loved, and wanting someone to notice you. So I hope that helps you out, and thank you. That was actually a good dream. I think we've all been in that place before where we... We want attention from the people we love, and we don't know how to get it. And as we grow, we learn that we really need to be ourselves. Somebody needs to be themselves, and it needs to be us. So that would be the best of it, actually. So 
really pay attention to yourself today because once you do, you can definitely feel more connected to the people around you just because you are more connected to yourself. So I got another dream, and this one is, Good morning, Nadia. This is an anonymous dream for Thursday. Last night, I dreamt I was in California, L.A., Pasadena, riding my bike home. Then I realized I am dreaming. It hit me, and I was so conscious in my dream, it felt more realistic than the real awake world. As I ride my bike, I realize since I am dreaming, I cannot go back to the place I lived at last summer. I have to find a new spot. And thinking that, I started watching the sunset behind a church tower. It made me so happy. I got off my bike walking the street and looking for accommodation when I stopped at the backside of a building. Then suddenly fences and gates around me closed and I was trapped. There was no way to get to the street, not even climbing. So I turned around and checked the backside of the building for people. I couldn't get to the door to knock because because of the alarm triggers. So I decided to pick up some gravel stones from the ground and throw them at the windows that were showing lights. I, in fact, I hit and broke a window. People came out, took me inside, and welcomed me. I knew they were friends. Then I offered to pay the broken window, but they left and said, we are just happy to have you back. The broken window was the smallest one at the very top. It was the only green plastic window. I woke up feeling amazed, curious, and somewhat different. Thank you. Tons of love. This dream, it's funny. It's like replaying history, but replaying it in a way that accommodates your growth. When you are somewhere and everything is great and you know you're dreaming, all of a sudden the dream becomes really real when you're trapped. And now how do you get out of this trap that looks like you can't get out of it? But it shows that you can see solutions. Like, oh, well, the obvious thing would be the lights. There's got to be people in there if there's lights on. So you knew how to get their attention. But the bigger message in your dream is that you're learning how to save yourself. You're just learning how to save yourself. No matter what the obstacle is, you can't get to a door. Alarms would trigger. But you knew that there was still a solution. You just had to find it. I think a lot of times what happens to us is we give up too soon. We give up like right before we get to the gold. And there's this, I think it's from um, Think and Grow Rich, the analogy. I think it is. I, I, I hope I'm referencing, referencing it correctly. But in there, there's this guy, and he's digging for gold and digging for gold for like 10 years. He's digging for gold. He's digging for gold. And after 10 years, he's like, I'm never going to find it. So he turns around and goes back. And then someone comes in digging for gold, and they start where he left off, and they found the gold, and they went, they became rich. And it was only like two feet away from where the man stopped. 
And sometimes, you know, there is a point we need to stop things, but it's usually once we're no longer interested because he was interested for 10 years, but now he wasn't interested enough anymore to continue digging. It's interesting, and we do that too. We do that at times with with people. We give up on people. We give up on our kids and say, oh, they're never going to do that. And if they ever hear you, they will never do that. But if you say, well, they keep trying, they will keep trying. They'll find the answer one day. They will find the answer one day because you are their biggest guide. So if you say, you know, this will happen all the time, you're never going to grow up, they will feel like, well, my, even my mom said, my mom who knows me so well said, I will never grow up. This happens all the time. And then you'll take on that persona and you will do such a good job at it. It's a very interesting thing. And in here, whatever you were dreaming, you were happy. Happy enough. And it's very rare when we are actually dreaming and we're conscious of our dream. But this is telling you the line between a dream and real life is very thin. When you can be conscious enough to be conscious of the fact you are dreaming, and I remember, I don't remember what the dreams were about, but I remember like many times in my life, more so prior to times than now, but where I would know I was dreaming, and I'd be like, oh, thank God it's a dream. But then I'd get sucked in and realize, oh, my God, oh, wait, this is a dream. And I can't even remember what the circumstances were that were happening, but I had to, like, remind myself in my dream that I was dreaming. Or you wake up like you've done something. And I remember, and this was recently, I went to go, I was getting some photos taken, and I went to go get my hair blow-dried because my hair is long now and it's hard to dry it the way you want to. So, I go, and I don't go very much, so ever since I moved, I actually didn't have anyone here to do it, and this side of town, they charge like double, like now if I need to do something, I literally will drive back to Pasadena to do it, but I didn't know that yet, so I go, and I walk in, and the woman says things like, oh, your hair's really long, you should cut it, and it's too dark for your face, you should lighten it. And you need some layers to, you know, make it bigger around your head. And I'm listening to her, but I did not realize she wanted to do all of that while I was there that day. And I said, but I just came in to have my hair blown dry, and I don't have the time for all of that, and I don't want to do it. Oh, but you should. I know how to do it. I can do it for you the way you want it. And then you might want to, and she was trying to tell me what to do with my skin, and she just went for it. And finally, I couldn't get her to stop. So I said to her, if you do all of this to me, I will leave here crying today. I didn't come here for that. Just blow dry my hair so that I could leave. And I'll think about what what you said. So I leave and I come home and I, you know, she did what she did and I was fine. And I came home. 
So I forgot about her and about all of that. I just thought, gosh, what an upsell, you know, and she doesn't care what I'm going to feel like her. She never asked me why, why do I look the way I do? And, and that, and I do it because it's the lowest maintenance hairstyle I could have. And she was going to give me way high maintenance, then dependency on coloring my hair and all this business and cutting it all the time and, and just put me in the loop. So either way, I was asleep that night, and I started dreaming that she came and she cut my hair really short, like really short, like pixie short. And I always knew that I would look like a boy with a pixie because my body is not that big. I'm, I'm like just too thin if I'm wearing jeans and a T-shirt and whatever. And I always knew that wasn't for me, but that's what she did because she was allowed to have scissors and be near my head, like in my dream. And then I was like panicking in my dream going, oh, no, shorter hair is a lot more work. And I was really upset that I would not have the time to do all of that. And I woke up, and I thought it was really, really real. And when I woke up, I'm like, oh, thank God that's gone. Thank God she's gone. But she made such an impact on me. Because she wasn't listening. She wasn't listening. And let's say I walked in and I didn't listen to myself. And let's say I didn't know how to say no. And I couldn't find my way out of that situation. I would have left with my hair like that. I would have cried my whole way home. It may have looked great, but I didn't care about looking great or not. I just didn't want the maintenance part. So I wouldn't have achieved my goal. I had to I had to tell her in so many ways, you are not going to do that while I'm here because you're not listening to me. And I had to go as far as telling her if she did that, I would leave crying. Like, this is not okay. And I'm alone in a room with her. So... Your dream is telling you and showing you that, hey, I can say no, even in a scary situation, that I'm still going to be okay. And I know the hair thing wasn't a scary situation, but it was definitely a test of saying no and continuing to say no instead of letting anyone do what they wanted. And I was able to get out of there because somebody pushing us is just as strong as when we don't push ourselves. It's a really interesting dynamic. Once you can push yourself to no, and you can say no to yourself, you can say no to anybody. But until you can say no to yourself, you can't say no to anybody. No, I'm not going to eat that. That's going to hurt my body. Because if I eat that, I'm going to want more of it. And I won't be able to stop eating it because it's designed to be addictive. No, I'm not going to cut my hair like that. That is going to take too much work and too much time and too much money. All the too muches I don't want in my life anymore. Oh, but now if I'm in a tight situation, I'll be able to get myself out. If I feel trapped, 
I can take a look around me. I'm not going to die there. Eventually things will open, alarms will be off, and I'll get out if I just wait it out. But I can think smarter than that because I know that I have a thinking mechanism in my mind. Let me let me look at the clues around me. Oh, there's there's a window. There's people there. Let me hit it. And no matter what the outcome, you're taking a chance on yourself by knowing what you can't do and also knowing what you can. Knowing you can't go back to the old place. You may just simply not want to. They may welcome you back, but you may not want to. Knowing where to say no and then knowing where to say yes carries a lot more weight in your life to where you have a dream where you do get up and you feel more amazed and curious and different, like you've grown. And this dream did grow you because it showed you that no matter what obstacle you have, you can have a positive outcome. And that outcome can affect your life in your daytime, in your real And I want to say real life. I don't know which one is more real, the dream or the real life. But as far as we know, real life, our real lives. Just knowing all the details, just paying attention to how you feel, just knowing where you want to stay, just knowing who can be friends or not, knowing when to trust people or not. Because what's happening here is you have learned over time to trust yourself. And that's one of the biggest obstacles that we have is trusting ourselves. We look at other people and see who we can trust, but we never fully trust anyone when we don't trust ourselves. So when somebody is not trustworthy, and they lie to you, and you and, and they don't know you know, and you catch it, because usually we don't find out someone's lying to us while they are lying to us. But a day or two later, what didn't make sense starts to show up. And then what happens to us is their kid comes and says something, or their partner says something, or even they say something that contradicts what they said to us. And then what happens is they don't know we knew the truth. We don't know them well enough to go fight with them, but we learn to understand that this person has that inside of them that they may not tell you the truth. So now we disconnect. We don't look at them as a resource because in our brains we are hardwired to the truth. And when something isn't true, the relationship will stop there until we either overcome it or not. And the same thing happens to us inside. We may say to ourselves, I want to change this. I really want to change this. I really want to go back to school. I really want to become a lawyer. You start thinking like that, but then you never do it. Well, the fact that you keep saying you want to and then you don't do it bothers the inside of your soul to the point where you don't trust yourself because you aren't doing something you say you are wanting to do, if that makes sense. 
So what's going to happen in your world is you're not going to trust other people either. When people say things, you're going to be like, yeah, well, there, I want to do this too. And you may feel comfortable with them because now you're with someone who doesn't trust themselves either. But as time goes on and you start to trust yourself and grow, when you hear people say that, it's going to make you nervous or anxious because you don't want to be in that company anymore because you are no longer that person. It doesn't mean they're bad. They have to go through their own growth. But you yourself will have a hard time in that company because you have grown past that. You have now started to do what's in your heart and in your mind. And that this dream, I know it's a long way to tell you about this dream, but it's also really important to kind of get into the nooks and crannies because our dreams are like intricate storytellers of what lives in our mind. And that other one was like a quick dream about the hair because somebody was trying to push on me something that I probably would have given into at a different time in my life. But now I was darn sure. I was like, oh, no. And she's like, oh, yes. I'm like, oh, no. It's it's just not going to happen. Wait a minute. Who's telling who what to do here? And just being that honest with her because I've been honest with myself. That was just an example. Just an example. Pretty interesting. I hope your dreams helped you guys out. I will see you guys tomorrow on Questions Friday. Have a great Thursday. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.